0: Come on everybody, it's the inside trip So crack a high life and take a sip On that T-I-T, get up and scream And you can spell it backwards, you know what I mean Your boy Brando in the house tonight Gonna lay it down smooth and keep it tight When Ben Watson gets on the mic You better get ready cause he brings the hype It's
1: about that time, you already know That nasty trip, this nasty flow The inside trip, that is the show Don't wind up on your back, bro Uh, What's up wrestling fans? We are back! the Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast, coming at you with episode number 76. (laughs) Uh, That's right. I said number 76. (laughs) And for those of you that follow along closely and are not mathematically challenged, you're probably like episode 76. I could have swore they just put out episode 77 last week. (laughs) We'll get to more of that in just a minute. But first, (laughs) let let me introduce myself. My name is Brandon Olinger. Join with me, as always, is my... Number one boy, number one co-host, number one fan man, all-around badass, sometimes a lady man. You know what he is more than anything right now? He's getting skinny. He's the skinny man oh. dropping them LBs. Oof. Ben, the Law Watson. Don't wind up on your back, bro. Dude, there, up, was, man? there was a little extra, uh, woo
0: Yeah, a little bravado. A little, oh, is if that you what, will? Bravado. A little bravado. Okay. You will. Yes.
1: Yes. Uh, you, sound yeah, like dropping Ru- him- you sound like Ruben Stuttered. Hey,
0: except for dropping them LBs, baby. Yeah I've been working hard Because I was like You know what I just need to lose weight Because uh, I was uh, closer to heavyweight Than I was uh, 125 Which is what I wrestled in college So I said You know what I need to do that So thank you for noticing my friend I've been working hard at it You know Saving my drinking for the podcast And that's about it
1: Hey I gotta hand it to the guy Like honestly We had an intervention one day He like sat down At a public restroom To take a dump And he was like Brandon I need your help Getting up from the toilet (laughs) That that didn't happen
0: (laughs) That did not happen But it would have been funny If it (laughs) did It would have been funny If it did (laughs) <laughs> episode number 76 my man all right 76
1: we yes did 77 last week 76 so um we got some messages this week like hey where's episode 76 i didn't see it in the or what happened and uh honestly we did that interview with camden eppert last week it was yeah. great had a great time talking to him man that was and fun we just started talking to him like yeah here's camden eppert episode number 77 and then i realized wait a minute that should have been episode 76 whoops Oops. Wah, wah, wah. So instead of
0: skipping 76, we're bringing you 76 just a week late.
1: Yes. You know, no time like the present, right? No time like the present. All right, enough of that. Um anyway, as I said, the Inside Trip Wrestling podcast. This is episode number 76, even though technically we did 77 last week. So next week we'll bring you 78. You can find us on Twitter at the Inside Trip 1 Send us an email to trip one at gmail.com. We got that Instagram page out there that I've been trying to figure out. I'm not really sure what to do with it just yet, but I think we're going to have some opportunities to put some pictures and videos out there soon. Yes. It's The Inside Trip. Go out there, find it, follow it, do whatever you kids like to do. Um, we'll put some pictures out there, I'm sure. We also got a Facebook page that Ben is responsible for. That's all you need to know is that Ben is responsible for it, hence why. Hey, uh, I posted the last it's one. It's usually a few weeks behind on stuff, <laughs> maybe a few months behind. He's still posting episode number 56 right now on the on the Facebook page. It's the Inside Trip Facebook page. <laughs> I'm sorry, my man. It's true. I suck at Facebook. I suck at it, but I'm going to post this one. This is going to be a really interesting episode, and I say that because, um, one, this is the time. Of the year that we just love, there's so much crazy wrestling going on. You're oh, getting man. down to the nitty gritty. Um, but two, I got off work at 4:30, and I had to wait for Ben to get off work at 6:30 so we could do this podcast. And I just said, you know, what better way to to wait for Ben than going to a bar and sitting there and being Norm drinking by myself? I love it. I'm feeling good.
0: That my, hey, drinking by myself is my favorite thing to do. Just tune everybody else out. I don't want to listen to anything. I just want to sit there and just you know think about my life and all of my failures that's exactly just, what i did it's just the best that's exactly what it's, i did it's just the best to be like man i'm 35 years old and i haven't done shit with my life this the is only awesome. difference was it's
1: was like man i'm almost 39 years old and look <laughs> at me. i'm sitting in a bar drinking by myself <laughs> waiting to go do just, just, just avoiding my family so i can go hang out with my buddy and talk <laughs> and, wrestling. And do a podcast a wrestling podcast man because we're so cool talking about interventions <laughs> uh all right man um God, we got, I feel like we got some other stuff to cover. Okay, listen, the podcast, you guys know where to find it. Um, the main source, Apple Podcasts. Go out there, you can find it. Download, subscribe, all that good stuff. We're on SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, Spreaker, The Podbean, any of your favorite podcast catchers. Go out there, find the podcast, subscribe, download, listen, rate, review, all that good stuff. Um want to say thank you to everyone that sent us feedback lately. We would greatly appreciate it. Also, we would be remiss... Not to mention, it is that time of the year, folks. Yes. NCAAs is just around the corner, coming up in just over a month and a half. What does that mean? That means our boy Jason Bryant. Basically, podcast
0: aficionado, wrestling aficionado, announcer aficionado. Thank you. Basically, the
1: godfather of wrestling. Podcast. And, And more. You think so? I mean, he's like one of the best announcers ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh, so. 100%. Anyway, he puts out this amazing uh, NCAA Wrestling Championships fan guide every year. So go out to his website. It's com. Find that fan guide pre order form. Go out there, pre order it. And if you use the promo code inside trip, one word, so for you spelling challenged folks like Ben, It's I-N-S-I-D-E-T-R-I-P, one word. Use that promo code. You get $5 off. Um, Rumor has it we get a little kickback to help support our drinking habits. Um, Actually, last year we just said, JB, keep the money, man. He said that's cool because we didn't really have too many people use your promo code. (laughs) But but no,
0: seriously, guys, I'm telling you, you need to get the fan guide. It's amazing. I get it It every year. Not only does it have all of the brackets broken down in it, but it's like,
1: It's even got pictures. Yeah, it's got pictures. It's in color. It's
0: got hundreds of – it's in color. It's got hundreds of pages of statistics, you know, things when you want to sit around at the bar in between sessions or if you're not going to the NCAA tournament, sit around at your house in between sessions and look at – say, where's this guy from? How many qualifiers did Ohio State get? How many qualifiers did Pennsylvania – or excuse me, Ohio get – Qualifiers did Pennsylvania get from high school How many qualifiers did Ohio State get From a team how many qualifiers did Davidson Get from a team I mean you can start looking at all those things All of the facts that you need To enjoy the NCAA tournament Are in one Reasonably priced um, Document and like you said You save five bucks if you use inside trip So you better fucking do it
1: Dude Ben No joke man you need to be that guy that's like And wait there's more Like you could be that you know well, you know, as seen on TV. Maybe if the, you know if the podcast
0: doesn't work out, then I'll uh, I'll do that. I don't know if it's working out, my man. I'll do it with um, the the guy that did the Sham Wow that that ended up the like, what the Sham Wow the Shamu? Sham Wow it was that stupid uh, Shammy the, the, the and then he, you off? then he got in trouble because he uh, bought a prostitute and she beat him up. <laughs> <laughs> I could he, be that guy. Is that Hugh Grant? No, but I could literally be that guy if I tried hard. Jerry Springer. No, you know who it is. His name was Vince. I don't know vents. People know. People know.
1: I don't know vents. People know. All right. Let's talk
0: wrestling because I'm sick of this shit.
1: I was having a good time. I'm just kidding. You you. always ran on my parade, man. All right. What else do you want to talk about? I don't know. What else do we got to cover? Oh! It's the week. It's that week, guys. We got a big road trip coming up. Oh, Friday. Big road trip. Road trip. Road trip. You and Tom Green (laughs) and your son. (laughs) Ben and I are excited man this is the week Friday we're traveling down to North Carolina to go to Duke University to watch Duke take on Virginia Tech and a battle of ACC rivals it's going to be a great match can't wait to watch that match on Friday night um, we're hoping to get some time with coach Lanham maybe coach Casper as well get some words with some of the coaches on the microphone um, Just watch the duel, get to cover it from, you know, live from Cameron Indoor Stadium. Never been down You ever been to to Duke? I've never been to Durham, no. No? No. I've been to
0: Raleigh. Never been to Durham.
1: I I haven't. I don't think I've ever been to North Carolina, now that I think about it. Yeah, I'm going to have to get my
0: hair swoop. What do all those Southern people wear? They got the hair swoop and they got their, like, Gamecocks hats and, you know, all Southern. That's South Carolina. Oh, Whatever. I mean, you know what I mean. It's like, you got to look Southern when you go down there. What does that mean? You got to, like, listen to country music. You got to. Wear your uh, You wanna get some
1: cowboy hats Yeah No no,
0: that's west You gotta wear like Your Ralph Lauren polos And you gotta like what? Come from a family With a shit ton of money Yeah
1: Swoopy hair Ralph Lauren polos Listen to country music What is that Yeah That's <laughs> what you gotta do And we're gonna do it I'm getting hair plugs We're not listening to country Oh We are not in my car. But we're not. gonna have swoopy hair. <laughs> we neither one of us have hair at all, as I said. Hair plus. um, so yeah, it's big, big weekend coming up. We're excited to do that. So, uh, more to come on that. Hopefully, we can get them guys on the mic for an episode that we can put out next week.
0: Money on the mic. Keep going. Money on the mic. You know what else happened this week?
1: Um, the Buckeyes lost. Yeah. Okay, everybody. Yep, yep. Hooting and hollering. We hear you. We hear get you us. while you're listening get to this. Us. Yeah. Cyberbully us. Yeah. Hey, but there was, was no expected. singlet.
0: There was no singlet bet this year, and it was expected. I yeah, think I,
1: this- honestly, I think it was kind of expected. Like, maybe not expected, but for for people who actually follow the sport, pay attention to the teams. a Couple of things here. Let's just get this out of the way. One. Hats off to Michigan. Absolutely. All right. They won the duel on the road, and. In a great environment At Schottenstein Alright yeah. It lo- looked like a great environment Those guys came out Ready to battle And they did what they had to do They won They, they basically won Six matches Six out of the They won matches. every toss up They or did not, Or not, not so much You know There was really only one toss up
0: Yeah so let's not call it a toss up But they won every one That could be tight And could be flipped Right They won every one Where they might have been favored But somebody could have beat them Sure Like you know 125 Heavyweight You know those ones you know, I, you know. I think realistically, if you said, "I think, I think that Millie Kinselman has a shot at beating Drew Matten," nobody's going to be like, "That's crazy." But you know, they won all of the. They won all of the ones that they needed to win. Um, okay, I mean, you know, uh, Pantaleo over Hayes. You know, no, they right. won all the ones they needed. You're to win You're
1: right. They they won the matches that they were expected to win, plus the ultimate toss up match at, at heavyweight. Okay, a match that they were favored in, which. Prior to the duel, I was arguing, or not arguing, but debating with people. Like, it's crazy how <laughs> how people seem to forget that, look, Singletary, Mason Paris, both freshmen, they both pretty much have equivalent records. And by the way, Singletary already has a 15-9 to win over right. Paris
0: earlier in the season. And he's actually had a nice season. People forget because he lost his wrestle off the trob. Singletary's had a pretty nice season for a freshman heavyweight.
1: He did. He, he has. Um, but I'm going to tell you right now, after watching that match... Um, at least in that match, what I saw, Mason Paris is the better wrestler.
0: Oh, he absolutely is. Yeah, and we'll get to that if you want to. Run. And fuck it, you want to just talk about. We can that talk right about now? it. Go ahead. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about that one. No, next. I think that Mason Paris, and I think the rankings bear that out, right? You've got a guy who's probably ranked uh, in the top 10 versus Singletary, who's probably right inside the top 20. Singletary does have that win. Mason Paris is a guy that who's also beaten Amar Desi. Um, you know, he's got that stencil win, the same that Singletary does.
1: I think he also beat Trent Hilger as and well. He beat Trent Hilger, who Singletary he also, lost to. Exactly. Good point.
0: Um, Mason Paris, just, he's a little more athletic than Chase Singletary. Correct. He, he's got. More on his feet than Singletary That is a surprise to me Coming out of high school, Singletary was one of those guys He was small, but he had a lot of good shots Remember, Singletary beat Colton Schultz In the Ironman finals one year when we were there um,
1: He did, but I don't know if Singletary Was known for his shots coming out of high school He was a guy that ooh, was He, he was I rangy, he, he was rangy He had great length, and he could take advantage Of high school kids at that level But he was known for his top game
0: Right, but I okay. think that he could get in He was a sweep single guy and a low single guy
1: you know, well, he did not show me any of that in this match against Paris. No, he honest. tried to shoot. He looked very single, timid. Right. He looked very timid on his feet.
0: Yeah, and he got beat. In, and Mason Paris is not a big heavyweight. He wrestled two twenty in high school, and Mason Paris outmuscled Chase Singletary. I think that the Buckeyes have a real question here because they've got Daniel Kirk or Greg Kirkwood coming in, and um, Chase Singletary was the number one ranked recruit at two twenty the year he came out. I'm not sure he's progressed. In a couple different facets One, wrestling But two, he weighed in at 226 pounds Okay, how I mean, where's the Nick Heflin plan? You know, where? where why is he not gained the weight That he needs to gain to be a, a, a bigger heavyweight? Okay, so l- l- let me
1: play the other side of this card real quick, okay? Because this, hey, dis- this is where I'm going to disagree with you a bit Um, I do agree with you that, look 226 pounds Needs to get bigger Needs to get stronger And that's okay But... What we've seen out of redshirt freshman Chase Singletary and his size and his growth, he is light years beyond what he was when we saw him as, at a senior as a senior at the Ironman Wrestling Tournament in high school. He's size put wise, on size for sure. He's put on muscle. He's starting to look more of like a man, but he still needs to get stronger while also being able to utilize his skill and develop some good leg attacks against these guys. Because let's face it, we've seen this: heavyweights changing. This isn't the days right. of of you know guys coming down from two hundred you know three hundred pounds weighing in at two eighty five and just shove. This isn't the sa- Not this isn't the Sam Sam Stoll wrestling days. Adam Coon. Okay. Right. I mean these guys are more athletic. Um, they're smaller. You know, you got the Cassars, Kyle Snyder's, the Jacob Derek Caspers. White. You know, Derek White's. Those guys. Even a guy like Gable Stevenson. Gable is a big boy at two hundred fifty two hundred sixty pounds, but he wrestles right like a ninety seven pounder.
0: Right. Um. You know, and, and Chase has had some success against the bigger guys. Stencils are not a small dude. And no, he's not. And Chase is able to take him down at uh, Cliff Keene with a couple of low singles. Here's the thing, though. Chase isn't that far off from Mason Paris. Okay, I, I think agree. That, I think that he could beat him. And he has beaten him. And then Mason beat him here 6-3. to three. Not a drubbing, but definitely a very, very controlling match. But let's not say that... Don't be terribly surprised if Chase ended up getting him Like at the NCAA tournament or something like that Now, I'm favoring Mason Paris until, you know Until I let you know further But
1: well, I think based on what we saw in this match this weekend I think Mason Paris just has more in his arsenal to go to He was okay. in on the same line af- And he's not afraid to pull the trigger on those Singletary looked very timid on his feet Now, when Paris got in on some shots I thought Singletary did a really good job Getting into some scramble situations
0: That's in how he beat the first
1: time In this match these scramble situations turned into stalemates, but those same situations in future matches could turn into points.
0: Well, and that's how he beat him the previous time. Right. He got into a roll-around match with him and ended up catching him on his back and those types of things. Um, here, I think that's what he tried to play that game. He almost tried to play that same game. Mason Paris was just too savvy, finished the right way, and when he felt like he was in bad shape, he stalemated it rather than trying to push something to end up on his back. So credit Mason Paris for making adjustments. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Um, I think that these guys are these guys. Are, I mean, let's be honest. Chase Singletary is like as we said is having a pretty damn good year for a he freshman really is. heavyweight.
1: He's got good wins. Okay, he's got some good wins. Um, unfortunately, he didn't get the win in this match. You know, this time and essentially it cost the Buckeyes the duel. That's okay. Um, I think there was some other some other moments in this duel where the Buckeyes could have either saved or gained a point that would have Uh, helped them. And we can get to that in a second. Um, One thing I wanted to ask, I wanted to get your opinion. What impressed me most about Mason Paris and this duel was that on the road, winner take all, the moment was not too big for him. Right. Did it seem like the moment might have been a little too big for Chase?
0: Mm, That's a great question. I wasn't really paying attention to that type of demeanor. So i can't I can't answer that um um, I don't have an answer to that. What do you think you're probably paying a little more attention to the demeanor?
1: I think just it's just opinion speculation of my opinion, which means absolutely nothing in the green scheme of things um to me, it was so evident. It was it was so evident that the moment was not too big for Mason Paris right. that it made me think that maybe it was for Singletary. I thought Singletary looked very timid on his feet. He looked afraid to pull the trigger on attacks. I don't think he really pulled the trigger he, until late in the match. One, I think
0: one or two times. All exactly. Only. And um, Mason Paris lived on Singletary's legs.
1: One hundred percent. That and was strange. They got into these. You know, there was a couple of um, really, for a lack of better terms complicated scramble situations yep. where I think Paris just was the more technically savvy, emotionally intelligent wrestler in those situations, which made me think that he was mentally more prepared for this match than Singletary was. Yeah. Hard
0: hard to debate that. Hard to debate that. Um I'm looking for big things out of Mason Paris. With Singletary I'm looking more along the lines of hey, you get hot, he's got a shot to sneak in seven eight. Shot. Sneak
1: in this eight. year. Oh yeah, yeah of course. A shot. Especially with the landscape of heavyweight right. this year.
0: A shot. Not
1: like but I but if I was a betting man, I'd bet Paris could all would all American. So Honestly, I, you know, when you're looking at heavyweight outside the top outside the top six guys, you know, five, six, seven guys, after that it's a crapshoot. Everybody it's kind of like a A beats B beat beats C C beats A type type situation.
0: And I tell you what, when C beat A, that was crazy. And I
1: think I'm losing my voice.
0: It's all right, I am too. Um, so, yeah, I, I know we started there. You want to kind of wrap it around then to uh, 125?
1: Yeah, I'm all about the reach around. Let's do it.
0: All right. So, we're reaching around to 125. And um, what we find is Malik Heinzelman versus Drew Matten, uh, an Ohio boy in Matten who wrestled for the University of Michigan. Did he?
1: He wrestles for Michigan? Yeah. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm all
0: right, kidding. guys. And you can tell that Brandon spent some time at the bar before he came here. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I thought that Heinzelman uh, wrestled like a true freshman That weighs 130 pounds Soaking wet He got big brothered Yeah
1: Honestly he got big brothered He had
0: some slick technique He had I think a, At least uh, One takedown for sure I think another takedown Or a reversal I think it might have been a reversal um, He got ridden Matten scored when he needed to Matten was uh, Noticeably
1: Bigger Now Matten we know Cuts a lot of weight Matten cuts a Cuts a ton of weight And I would I'm willing to say That's why we don't see him Wrestling consistently In every duel Alright That is It's why. a huge weight cut it, You're right It's a huge weight cut They're saving him For when it matters Which goes to show That this duel Really mattered to Michigan Absolutely. As it should have As it should have And they're saving him For the end of the year It's it's a big pull for him
0: Yeah because I, I think Malik versus uh, Acid was It's probably a coin toss
1: I agree with that No, And I would maybe Even favor Malik In that match Yeah
0: now, cuz his ass is not big. Exactly. Right. And I think that I think that Malik probably technically can go with a lot of people.
1: On his feet. Yeah. But yeah. At, but but Mattin's pretty good on top. Oh, yeah. With that size? Size difference. Yes. Yep. With that size? Yeah. And he also scored. He scored nicely.
0: I mean, he he at one point he hit a double and um I think Malik like stepped right into it. Matton hit a double. And I'm like, "Wow, that's some pretty solid technique, pretty solid timing there too." So, it wasn't just Mattin because he was bigger one. He was a better wrestler I think technically they might be similar Like on, on a similar plane But he was also a bigger, bigger guy Seasoned a little bit, right? He's, yeah. a, he's gone through the Big Ten grind
1: Yeah, you're absolutely Meeting right the there.
0: guy like Lezak before
1: Yep And I think people tend to forget Like look, Malik Heinzelman Has kind of been one of those guys That's come up all the way through all the age levels Been on cadet role teams He's placed and won at all the national tournaments You know, all the big stuff Matten wasn't really that guy. Matten progressively got better until he just right. had this amazing streak from the end of his junior season through his senior season. Went out one Fargo. Exactly. Yeah, like, and with big wins. Exactly. And then came on to Michigan and, you know, had that great win against um, uh, Lee Zach. Yeah, exactly. Lee Zach yeah. is fr- you know, fresh, freshman ones year. Ex- right. So, two freshmen, by the way, last year. I don't think people would truly appreciate how good Matten is. That weight cut is so big. Look, if Michich was not at Michigan, Matten would be wrestling 133 for them, is my opinion.
0: I would agree with you. I would agree with you. I think that he's got that's the only weight class he can go. Um, he's every bit a 33 pounder if he wants to be. Um, and I think that, that, that he'll end up struggling a little bit because of that at the NCAA tournament. I think we saw it a little bit last year. But, you know, I think that he's probably in there in, um, you know, in contention. We've put it this way, we've seen. Uh, people ranked lower, all American, but you know he's also had the weird losses to Pryotrowski this year. Who's good? Y- who's definitely good? And he, you know, he has he's lost to Russell, lost to Drew Hilderman from Central Michigan. Those aren't bad losses. Yeah, those but, are not bad but, losses. But he's not beating those guys. Is what right. I'm saying. No, I get it. Yeah, he's not beating those guys. Uh, but you know he's formidable. All right, let's get to, to, let's get to 133. One. We have
1: to. I, I think this was um, That's a one. This is one of those matches where we could have saved a point. Okay, and we didn't. Um, <laughs> we could
0: have saved, yeah. For, we could have <laughs> saved the point for sure.
1: Um, and we didn't because, like you said, we got kicked in the dick. Flat out, that's exactly what happened. Um, dude, Meech just looked like an animal. Is nobody even listening to me? I said he was the best guy at the weight. Nobody freaking listens. I'm not real. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not ready to freaking anoint him, the champ yet.
0: Uh, I mean, that's who I'm going to pick right now. But right. holy, we're gonna get shit. to those picks later. He took the he took him down and then just made him pay. I mean, Pletcher did not want to play anymore. Hey, what is this? Is this Meechus what fifth or sixth year in college? <laughs> uh, no, I can't. I can't remember. He's a seventh year redshirt. He redshirted though. He's a seventh why. year sophomore. That's why he, red- is he, he redshirted. So- is he a sophomore? Or junior? Seriously? He's a sophomore. <laughs> He's a sophomore that wrestled Nathan Tomasello, Tomasello's freshman year. <laughs> Shut up I swear to you <laughs> Is he really a sophomore? <laughs> I don't know if he's a sophomore or not We gotta check this out real quick Hold on
1: <laughs> I thought you were being serious
0: Yeah, I think he is a sophomore, bro No Yeah He's a junior Okay He still wrestled Tomasello when they were both freshmen <laughs> I'm pretty sure
1: <laughs> His freshman year was in 2015 Yeah,
0: in Northwestern He wrestled Tomasello then <laughs> And I think Tomasello was, Yeah, Tomasello was wanted as a freshman Remember? That's right.
1: Yeah, that's right so they were both fra- – okay. We're getting off topic. I've no, just- but here's the
0: thing. Tomasello and him were b- both came in the same year. Meechik's a junior. Tomasello's on the senior circuit. <laughs> so, I mean, if, 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 if Meechik can live with that, like if he feels comfortable living with what he's doing. He feels then, okay. very comfortable living
1: with what he's well, doing. Oh yeah, I'm sure he does. <laughs> anyway, move on. He looked really good against Pletcher.
0: Well, yeah, he's a he's senior-level guy.
1: Break it down for me, Ben.
0: I don't have much to say besides the fact that he did whatever he wanted to.
1: He really did. I, the only bright thing I can say, I, and I guess from a Luke Pletcher perspective, um, from a Buckeye fan perspective, I give Pletcher credit. He never stopped battling in that match. Unfortunately, right. sometimes sometimes in that match, his aggressiveness was to his disadvantage. Um and he got put in a hole, a big hole from the get-go, which a guy like I think Fletcher he got taken down
0: and put on his back right on, away.
1: Absolutely. You're down
0: yeah. a 6-0 hole against the number one guy in the country, you're going to end up making mistakes trying to come back, and it just exacerbated it. Look, next time they wrestle, it ain't going to be 14-1. No, it's
1: not going to be 14-1. to And Pletcher has that style anyway. Where, look, Pletcher's more of a defensive-minded type guy, keeps things close, and that's perfectly fine. He's, he's good at what he's good at, and, that's, and that's, there's nothing wrong with good that. Good enough to get him on the podium last year. 100%. Um, but it's not good enough. Well, his style right now is probably not conducive to coming back from large deficits against a guy like Michich.
0: It's not. It's, it's it's not. It's absolutely not. And that's where the, sa- the same thing happened last year with Tariq. Remember when he beat Tariq In earlier, duel, seventy-three, yeah. right before yeah. NCAA. And then when he ended up down, down, and then you needed to, to to win because of the team points. He did. He, you know, anybody, if you really got to push hard, you start to get sloppy. And
1: we we'll and we saw we actually saw a lot of that in this duel as some of the buck guys were trying to fight for extra bonus points right um yeah. most oh, yeah. notably um Colin 197 Moore. and even 184 in some situations as well absolutely absolutely and, and 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 i think we'll talk
0: about that and i think that that's what happened with Lukey. um he just you know he he got in, you get down in 60 hole a guy that you know he doesn't score more than 6 points a lot against really tough guys you know, it, it ends up being fourteen-one. It ends up getting ugly. But let's not discount
1: Mechik. Mechik did what he needed to he do. Did and what he wanted. And he looked he, really good. He, he looked, looked like, every bit a title contender. Looked like a man on a mission. But I will. But I am going to give Pletcher credit for not stopping the fight. I mean, he continued to battle. Unfortunately, it just it was just not his night. You know know whose night it
0: was? You know who else looked like a man on the mission? We both (laughs) both, both had the lead there. We We both had the lead. Whose night was it, Brandon? Joey motherfucking McKenna. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, baby. I mean. (laughs) Is anybody still listening to this podcast? I hope not.
1: (laughs) Oh. um,
0: He looked. Dude, my elbow, like the inside crease of my elbow still hurts from watching him rebar tilt. Canon Store. That was tight He almost pinned him in a tilt He kept on trying to pin him with it Right What a bad man
1: Dude, Joy McKenna um, I'm going to be honest with you, Ben Okay, so I'm going to be honest with you Like, look, last year Lay it out Since his loss to Tommy Thorne last year When he got majored in the duel All right I think the only loss he suffered since then Was the very close loss to Bryce Meredith at Nationals um, It was like, what, one to nothing or whatever um, He has looked so good He has jumped even from then, I think he's jumped levels this year and he's looking absolutely amazing to where I cannot wait. I honestly think potentially the best match, the best NCAA's final match, assuming everything plays out the way it should between the prodigy, Yanni Diakamahalos and Joy McKenna, is going to be an amazing wrestling match. And I hope... Hope, hope we get to see it, and I can't wait to see it.
0: <laughs> Remember last year when we were frustrated that McKenna wasn't opening enough, enough opening up enough. Yes, uh, that that ain't the case anymore, buddy. He listened to us. Is that what
1: you're saying? Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Cannon Storm, hell of a year so far. Absolutely. Before this match, only two losses: one point to Jaden Ironman, one point to Mike Carr. Both ranked in the top five. That's right. He's I think he's uh probably Kanan store's anywhere from four
0: to seven in, in the rankings if you look at him. Yeah. About yeah. fifth. He's
1: he's typically ranked about fifth. Yep.
0: Joy McKenna beat the shit out of him. I mean, there was nothing that Kanan Store could do. Kanan Store had nothing for him. Joy McKenna, double leg. Joy McKenna, single leg. Joey McKenna, ride him like a dog. Joey McKenna, tilt him up. What I like to see and what I think is the most important thing, especially for um Against the top-level guys is seeing guys turn other top-level guys, right? Yeah, we know he can ride, but can you turn a top-level guy? If you can turn a top-level guy, what do we say it is? Game-changer. Game-changer. It's a game-changer because if, if you get four swipes, all it takes is four seconds to get four swipes. We all know that story. You get four swipes, just like what happened with the Pletcher scenario, blown wide open. Absolutely. And if he can start turning other people like that, you get that rebar on a Yanni or an Ironman. Not that, you know, I mean – you know, Ironman still could beat McKenna, but we we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it since the year that Ironman beat McKenna to All-American, McKenna's freshman year.
1: Right. No, McKenna's sophomore year.
0: Sophomore year, yeah. We haven't seen Ironman beat him. In fact, we haven't seen it be very close. <laughs> um, McKenna doesn't make a lot of mistakes, and we'll talk about this because we're going to see it at the duel unless we see a little quacking, which I hope we don't. We'll talk about that maybe a little later. Ducking is what I meant to say there. You know. What duel? Quacking. When... McKenna wrestles freaking Yanni D at the duel. Oh,
1: that's right. They do duel each, each uh, yeah, other. Yeah, you damn sorry. right. You're gotcha. damn right. They do.
0: There will be no no quacking. Yeah. Joey McKenna looks like he's jumped levels. And, and as, I just and said, as honestly, a, yeah, and as a guy who's already taken third twice with some really, I mean, last year he could have he could have been the champ.
1: He's taken third twice. He's placed on the uh, placed at U 23s right.
0: Yeah, he was. A, I think he took a bronze. bronze. Yeah.
1: A junior silver silver medalist. That's right. Um, and yet we're still seeing him jump levels this year. What he did to Kanan Storr was, and I'm a huge Kanan Storr fan. I said it early in the season. People forget how good Kanan Storr was because of the year he had last year in a situation that was not good for him. Very unconducive for him. 100%. You put him in a situation like Michigan that is. The perfect situation for him. A situation that's seen him beat guys like Chad Red, Josh Alber, who just beat Jaden Ironman. Right. He's got a one point loss to Jaden Ironman. He's got a one point loss to Mike Carr. Mike Carr is an amazing forty one pounder who's battling this year. Yeah. Um He's having a great
0: year. He also already he also beat um Albert six to three at Cliff Keen. Yeah, that's
1: what I said. Oh, I thought you said he lost to I Alver, said he beat Albert. Oh, I'm sorry, Brandon. Who beat Ironman. Yeah, yeah. Can. I'm, I, yeah I'm an idiot It's okay um, And then to see McKenna go out and do what he did to Canaan store That's That was a guy trying to make it. That was That was a guy trying to make a point right there McKenna made a point with that match in my opinion That said Look This isn't just Yanni's weight class guys I want my chance with him And we're, we're gonna get to see it at least once Hopefully twice I hope we get to see it twice man
0: Yeah Yeah You know 49 Micah Jordan did what he did I'm not sure there's you know, well, much, much to say about that one
1: You know, prop Hats off to Micah, dude He did what he had to do um, I think he, he really wanted that tech fall Or the pin You saw him trying to get that cradle yep. a couple of times Unfortunately, um, little Amin was just You know, he, he's a scrappy Remember, guy
0: Remember, Malik had a really close one I think it was overtime with Keyshawn Hayes The first run of the NCAA tournament last year Where, where, uh, where Keyshawn Hayes needed a reversal to beat him Speaking of Hayes you know, the number sixth ranked guy in the country wrestled the number tenth ranked guy in the country, Alec Pantaleo. That's a little interesting in terms of rankings because I think that you probably favor Pantaleo going into the duel, right?
1: You would. I think Pantaleo's just had an up and down year. Some of it's because of the, you know, he battled some uh, some sickness with the time off. Obviously, right. he tried to get down to forty nine. It didn't work out for him. Back up at fifty seven. Yeah, that was
0: strange. Why he did that?
1: You know, I think people. Uh, uh, Maybe him and the Michigan coaches, just like wrestling fans in general, think 149 is wide open, and mm-hmm. he had a shot to be a national champion down there. The weight cut didn't work out for him, I guess.
0: Right, I think that you know, I think that he had a great success last year at uh, 57, and I think that he's probably going to have similar success. He beat Keyshawn Hayes. It was close. Keyshawn Hayes really he had a uh, Pantaleo's leg in the air at one point. Um, the end of a period. At the end of a period. Other than that, you know, Keyshawn Hayes tried to get his go behinds going. That's about it. I'd like to see a little more offense from Keyshawn Hayes. Um, I don't think that it's a. Sometimes there's moral victories in wrestling. I don't think losing is you know, Alec Pantaleo three to two is a moral victory.
1: Um, no, I think they're y- yes. You're dead on. I think they're, and I hate talking about moral victories. There was a match in this duel oh, that yeah. I think there was a moral vi- oh, victory yeah. for a Buckeye. Um, this was not it. Keyshawn man it's like this guy was a top recruit coming out of high school and I get it you're you're out of your weight class we all know it that doesn't mean you don't have skills you're a good fucking scrapper so I want to see him be more aggressive maybe it's not a style maybe it's the size I don't know what it was but I think that when Keyshawn wants to get to a leg he probably can get to a leg when he really goes after it,
0: it might not be his style, but you know what? If you're losing three to two, it better fucking be your style. But you got to get to a leg. Yeah, because you know what? You can't just wait for the other guy to shoot to try to get a go behind. Little disappointed in Keyshawn. Um, yeah, I'd rather have him lose five or six to two because he tried to finish a shot,
1: to be yeah, honest I with you.
0: you. Um, Tom, I don't, what do you want to talk about? I don't know. 165. Interesting. You know what? There is something I want to talk about with 165. Tom Ryan made a comment afterwards that um, not only is 174 unsettled, but so is 165 because Tayshan Campbell certified at 165.
1: That's going to be an interesting situation then because it was a hell of a weight cut for him last year. Yep. And I don't think we're seeing much difference from Tayshan this year up at 174. But it's
0: not weighing on his body, and he's not going through a month of no wins. Remember last year? He had to cut every week to make that. Now you slide down at the end of the year. Your body's a little fresher. You didn't get beat up by the Big Ten season. I think that Tashian Campbell, a guy who's won four matches at the NCAA tournament, is a better, um, if he can make the weight, is a better option than Caleb Romero.
1: You know what? And I don't disagree with you right there. I, I really can't disagree with that. But what I will say is this, is I think Caleb Romero, dude, he's got all the potential in the world. Sure. And his athleticism is off the charts. But he's another guy, like we talked about with Singletary. When I watched that match with Massa, he looked so Timid on his feet Don't be afraid to pull the trigger When he shot that one blast double From what looked like 12 feet away right. He got in deep on those legs yep. Do some more of that He scrambles well He gets out of shots well Exactly, yeah. that's what I mean, he gets out of shots well You scramble well, don't be afraid to use your athleticism He just looked He looked a little too timid for my preference
0: Yeah, so I, I, I think that uh, You know, if, if, if Tayshan Campbell can make the weight Comf- I shouldn't say comfortably If he can make the weight and be functional I think he's probably a better option this year than Caleb And you know what Then Caleb's a starter You know, Caleb's you know going to be in a battle for a starting spot next year Obviously Carson comes in But look, at Ohio State it, It's not about uh, feeling good he's, You know, he's tried so hard this year We're going to give him the opportunity Best guy goes Absolutely Best guy goes And that's, that's the way it should be with any program With any college Yeah, absolutely Yeah, 100% So if, if he can make it because i tell you what If we're talking best guy goes Ethan Smith needs to be your fucking starter at 174
1: I, I can't disagree with that I was
0: He almost had that low single Here's the thing sweep man. Around. Here's He the almost thing. had that low this, single sweep around He was
1: at Three to two match Three to two match right Against a stud Three to two against an absolute stud A we guy know, How high are, are we on at Miles? Head, Oh dude we love Miles Amin. mean We love, Miles love Amin. him Love him so much that We believe that he can beat Either Mark Harris or Zahid Valencia right. at He's, got, point he's in time. got a chance to He's got it. a chance Ethan Smith went out there. This was not a close match because Ethan Smith Smith uh, Ethan made it a close match no. because he was trying to stall and keep it close. He was attacking, and when Miles attacked, he defended. And there was a couple of times when I thought he was going to secure a takedown that could have been the difference in that match. He looked good. He, he had that low single where you know he just couldn't quite. Yeah, he head just, in the middle, yeah head, in the, yeah,
0: head right at the knee, yeah, head right on the knee, kind of in the, on the inside, and he tries to sweep it around. Um, Which is the That's the Jordan Burrow style To finish a low single It's an excellent way To finish it He just didn't quite have The horsepower at the time And let's be honest Amin is very good Defensively
1: too And Amin scrambles As well as anyone Does it that way He
0: almost had it And I tell you what He was just as offensive If not more Than Miles Amin I was offended by his offense Yeah Miles Amin came off that mat
1: knowing he was in a battle Absolutely He knew he was in a battle I was Dude After that match Even though Ethan lost that match I was Humped. I mean, I'm in my house. Right. I wanted to bounce. I wanted to bounce like I was getting ready to walk out on the mat. The I wanted match.
0: to wrestle Ethan Smith. I did not. I had to cut some weight to make it, but. No, you don't. <laughs>
1: but, anyways, I tell you what.
0: Um, after he just dismantled what's his face from Michigan State, who's had a couple, wins went the Hughes. NCAA tournament, and he's beaten Ryan Christensen this year. And his only weird loss was that one to Stanford, the guy to Stanford uh, at the Cliff King, because remember we went out there and we wanted to, and he lost to Daniel Lewis
1: 6-1. But other than that, he's looking. He lost to Dan Lewis Six to one Dan Lewis is uh, Two time Three time All-American Okay He's All-American every yeah, year he's All-American play. every year This guy Beat the shit Out of guys like Jordan Cutler Right And other guys at 174 this year I mean
0: I'm telling you what man Ethan Smith I want to see more of him I'm not going to go ahead And predict anything right now No But, but I want to see more of him I'll tell you what He wrestles He's guaranteed qualifier Guaranteed probably going to win A match or two at the NCAAs If not more
1: I want to see Ethan Smith wrestle like he knows the spot is his and he can just open it up and let loose. And Tom battle. Ryan just said Tayshan's getting the next two duels. Exactly. That's, that's why I'm making this. Point.
0: And then Ethan Smith gets Penn State. Great.
1: Against Mark Hall? Yeah, so
0: he gets to wrestle uh, uh, Amin and then Mark Hall. Like, how are you going to fucking justify or verify who your starter is? Stop it. We know. It's clear, man. It's clear to me. A guy. I don't care if they end up being equal, or if Tayshan Campbell gets one more win than Neeson Smith does at the NCAA tournament. If that's what would have happened, I want to see the guy that wrestles that's offensive that doesn't back up the entire time. I want to see it. It's frustrating. Miles Martin. I mean, he's good. <laughs> Dude, he's so good. <laughs> but he's wrestling. He's wrestling a, a champ. Whoa. <laughs> I take that back He's wrestling a guy that, 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 that was rude of me To say that He's
1: wrestling a guy That was not on his level No but JT Carell battled He battled his He ass battled out. I thought there was Going to be a couple times Where Maimar would get Himself in trouble And get taken down My only down. been Taken down one time All year And that was against Cam Caffey with the Super Duck Woo did you
0: see Mymar tweet afterwards Did you see that tweet um, Michigan uh, Michigan State tweeted out the Cam Caffey Super Duck. My mar retweeted it and just said 22-7. to 7. <laughs> Salty a little bit. Oh, saying, hey, yo.
1: Savage. I know. So, savage. Um,
0: I mean, my mar did almost get taken down a couple times. I mean, what else do you want me to say? He was going after it. He I mean,
1: was, yeah. Obviously trying to get the pin. Right. Got the tech fall instead. Um, Wouldn't have mattered. Nope. Colin Moore, 197. Uh, again, I think – this was a situation where I think Colin was trying to do too much to score bonus points. Obviously looked sloppy at certain, in certain situations. He looks like last year's slop.
0: He doesn't look like a freshman hitting those um, drag trips, hitting those uh, misdirection doubles.
1: Scaries. Yeah.
0: his Well, his the, the problem is the he dump. relies on the, the dump too much and gets stuck underneath. Yeah. The dump works when you set it up. But when you just go for it and get stuck underneath, that's what happens.
1: I set my dump up with coffee.
0: Right. Where's the drag... T- Where's the drag trip? Where's the misdirection doubles? Where are his other shots? Colin, you got to get back to that because right now you're getting stuck underneath other guys. It's burning so much clock. There's no reason he shouldn't have majored Strigow. And Strigow is not a scrub. So
1: here's my question. This is what I didn't understand. Moore's up. 11 to 4, 30 seconds left. He cuts him. Right. We had riding time. You ride him out You got the major Right Why'd you cut him?
0: Maybe because you didn't think he could ride him out I don't know You gotta be able to ride a guy but, Like but, straight out for 30 well, seconds it ain't more. I mean I'm sure it was Coming from the corner To cut him
1: uh, I'm not sure it was Okay Well then I don't know And I don't know for sure either But I'm not sure it was But that was th- That was the head scratcher For me of the duel Like oh what, why'd we do that type Because
0: thing. Cause, yeah if, if Martin gets the pin And Moore gets the major Then it's tied now, I think what I read was Michigan is going to win the duo on
1: criteria, but... Well, because they would have won more matches. Yes. Six to four, right? Mm, was it split five-five? No, it had to be six to four. 25, 33, 57, 65. Yeah, you're right. Yep, you're right. You're exactly right. Sorry. 74 and heavyweight. Yep. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I mean, but, you know, then again, like, you can't be that hard on Colin Moore. He's done everything he needs. he's needed to do all year, okay? He still won this match. He won it handily. He's undefeated. He, he was going for bonus points. He's undefeated. The only guy ranked above him is Bo Nickel. So he is a legitimate underdog against Bo Nickel.
0: Oh, he an underdog. He a big underdog against Bo Nickel. It, 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 yeah, it's bad.
1: There's a lot of other wrestling that took place this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. But anyway... Ultimately, the Buckeyes lost. People can't seem so surprised about this, though, because Penn State's the clear number one. We know that. Right. The clear, there is no clear number two. I will stand by that. I think Ohio State can be the the number two tournament team, tournament. but Oklahoma State's not far behind them. If they even are behind them,
0: they got eight All-Americans on their team, ladies
1: and gentlemen, one hundred percent. But Ohio State is not a great dual meet team this year. Because you've got too some many holes. spots in the lineup. Yep, too many holes. I yeah. wanna, you've got some young guys in
0: the yep. lineup. They've got five All-Americans, and then they've got five guys that really
1: haven't produced. How many first-year starters do they have in the lineup? Let's see. One. I mean, um, uh, Heinzelman, One. Yep. Romero. Two. Ethan Smith. Three. three. Singletary. Four. Four. Yep. They have four first-year starters in the lineup. It's not a recipe for a great dual team, and that's okay. That's okay. Tom Ryan always has them ready come March.
0: They'll be ready. They'll be ready. But I tell you what, if you want to get second, Keyshawn Hayes is going to have to step up. Pletcher is going to have to step up. And then maybe they got to sneak
1: somebody else. I don't know. Who's Pletcher got losses to this year? He's got this loss Philippi. against Mitchell and then Philippi. All right? He's not having a bad year. Philippi's had a great year. Philippi beat
0: Lee He beat, he beat fix. fix.
1: He beat Now, granted, Pletcher. he just got beat by Corbin Meyer, but still. Who Pletcher's beaten. Yeah, yeah. You know, people lose matches. Pletcher's Pletcher's okay. he's gonna be all right. I agree all right, my man. Let's get into some of the other action this weekend uh if I didn't know any better, I think uh the mighty ducks d four movie was coming out again oh. the way <laughs> the way people were talking on social media. I
0: tell you what people were not happy i, I it's them from what uh Spencer Lee not wrestling sebastian rivera
1: uh basically look- i mean ultimately yeah that that was probably the big one. I think Iowa held out a couple of guys in the Northwestern match. They held out Deacon against uh, – I'm sorry, Caleb Young against Ryan Deacon and then obviously uh, Lee against Rivera. What's your take on this, man? Is it really becoming the epidemic that everyone makes it out to be? Is it really even an issue or are people just blowing this out of proportion just because people like to complain about shit?
0: I think there's a, a number of different um, – I think I think a combination of a lot of those things. What I don't understand is why Spencer Lee wrestled On Friday Won by fall over a very game Travis Piotrowski, um, And then In that match Didn't appear to injure anything And then doesn't wrestle Two days later against uh, Sebastian Rivera There is zero There's no other Reasonable explanation Besides the fact that It was a duck Besides I mean I don't know if Lee was the one That made the decision if you listen to Tom Brands He said hey it was a coach's decision That's why we held him out but why Give me another reason Why that occurred why he didn't wrestle him?
1: This is what makes it confusing to me is Spencer Lee is a guy that Wrestled his senior season of High school with a torn up knee He wrestled all of last year with a Knee brace recovering from a major knee surgery from a torn-up knee. Um, He ultimately was a national champion. He's been wrestling this year. I think a lot of people who have watched him have come to the opinion at times that he doesn't look 100% or just quite right. But still, I go back to last year. He was not quite right last year, and they wrestled him. I don't understand why you would not wrestle him in this match if it wasn't for protection... Of seed purposes And You and I We got into this heated debate Before we started this podcast And God that was a great conversation For this night I know morning. we should have waited and Hopefully we can get into Some of that again Sure But I think When this season started out 125 pounds Was what Many people would call A boring weight class Okay It was Spencer Lee's weight It was Spencer Lee's weight We thought Spencer Lee Was one of the unbeatables
0: He dominated um, so bad At the NCAA tournament Last year That it was it was hard to see anybody now. Ne- when um, 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 oh my goodness, um, <laughs> the um, uh, the guy from Rutgers, um,
1: Siriano, Siriano, yeah,
0: sorry, <laughs> brain fart, wine fart, too many wine farts. When Seriano bumped up, we were like, who can challenge? Who can Lee? Challenge him? I mean, he whipped Nathan Tomasello in the semis, and he beat Seriano five one in the finals. We're like, okay. Anointing the king And then he started out Dominating people Mm -hmm. I mean he teched glory Like it was nobody's business He was racking up points This year This year Brandon It wasn't like it was You know Last year And remember last Like you said Last year he wrestled With a big old knee brace on He wrestled through some adversity And still did it Something happened That we are just not privy to Whether it be physical or mental That now all of a sudden Spencer Lee doesn't look Unbeatable anymore well, we know he's not unbeatable because Sebastian Rivera beat him, but to hold him out, if you think it's seed protection, now, see, that's where I, I, I guess I can see why people would think that, but to me, losing to, Lee, or to, losing to Rivera, losing to the number one guy again doesn't hurt your seed.
1: Maybe it doesn't, but I think, <laughs> okay, three months ago, maybe it wouldn't have. But three months ago, we didn't expect Nick, Nick piccinini to be having the season that he's having right now. Great season. Undefeated, great wins across the board. Ronnie Bresser, only one loss. His only loss is at the same guy that Spencer Lee's had. OT. OT. He's got good wins as well. Oh, by the way, <laughs> little guy from Virginia, that All-American that 125 two years ago, decided he wasn't going to redshirt this year. Comes back. At the you know the start of the second semester, he's bonused everybody he's wrestled. Throws a monkey wrench into this thing, undefeated right. as well. Jack Mueller, okay. So, okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I'm just. So you're getting into a situation where maybe Lee's not a hundred percent. Maybe he is. I don't know. I'm not the guy that can tell you that. But if he res, wrestles Rivera again and he loses again, he's going to have to see Rivera a third time at Big Tens. Now you've got a guy Spencer Lee who. Could have two losses against potentially an undefeated Pichanini, a one-loss presser, maybe an undefeated Mueller, because looking at Mueller's schedule the rest well, of remember the Remember, Pitch and,
0: pitch and um, Lee are going to wrestle at a duel.
1: Are they? Because I thought Pitch, I thought Lee and Rivera was going to wrestle right, at a duel. Right, but I'm
0: just saying, you know, I mean, if we're looking at seeding right now, right? right? Sebastian v- Rivera's one. Exactly.
1: Two. And if you're seeding right now, it's Pichanini. I would go two, but two is Pitch. Okay, and if you're going three, what do you do? Because you've got a one-loss Bresser. Well, a one Lee and Bresser Lee, have
0: lost the same amount. To the
1: same guy, an undefeated Mueller. you
0: got to go, Lee, in my opinion, because Mueller just hasn't had the win. He's had some nice wins, but he hasn't beaten any All-Americans. Um, y- you can't fault a guy when his only loss is to the one seed. That's not fair.
1: Why would you fault Bresser for that, then? Why would you give Lee the three over Bresser?
0: I think history. I think that. Oh, you know, no, well, I get history, you. No, Bresser no, beat. Bro, Lee. Nah. Well, but Lee, beat, Lee, Lee won it last year. But that doesn't go into seeding this year you Well, I, Lee's got, I think Lee's got a, a win or two better than Bresser this year Just because of schedule Well,
1: let's talk about Bresser's schedule Okay, he's got a win over Sean Russell Just like Lee, right? Yeah Okay, who's, who's Lee's best win after that? Patrick Laurie? Probably Okay, well, sh- uh, you know, Bresser doesn't have a win over Glory He's got a win over uh, Brent Fleetwood, who's top 10 ranked guy He's got a win over Rico Montoya, who's a ranked guy Yeah So, I mean, come on, man He's got a win over Devin Schroeder, Purdue guy Ranked guy so, you, you, you,
0: what you're hoping for is a fucking Lee Rivera 1-4. That's not what I'm hoping for. Why do you for? want that so bad?
1: I don't want it. But what I'm saying is, if Lee wrestles in this match and loses, what are we getting into situation-wise when it comes to And seeding? then what if he
0: beats him at the bigs?
1: Then you've got... A, and then
0: Lee Lee's lo- has two losses. Rivera has one.
1: But Lee, but, uh, but Lee got the latest win. Now nah, you still can't see Lee over... If Lee loses twice to Rivera but gets him at Biggs, you can't seat him over a t- no, You can't see him over Rivera, my man, and when you're my, definitely when, not when seating-
0: Mymar beat nickel at biggs or mymar beat um not nickel, yeah, it was nickel at biggs nickel was still the one one Correct. wasn't it yeah um. But you want to throw this monkey wrench, monkey wrench Mueller in here Who's gotten no wins over any dudes That uh really? all All-American before
1: Wait, hold on Mymar beat at Biggs When they were both at 84, right? Yeah uh, Gabe Dean was the one Gabe Dean was the one Yeah
0: And Mymar freaking lost to Emory Parker Emory Parker Was that Yeah, that was that year, wasn't Let's it? Let's not go off topic, though Okay But you want to throw Mueller in here and like
1: Just because Mueller ain't wrestled fucking anybody, dude I'm not that's not the point I'm getting to but look at the coaches ranking that came out biggest things that matter in NCAA seedings coaches rankings RPI right where's Mueller at in the coaches rankings
0: I don't know probably like 3 or 4
1: I think he's at 5 5 okay which is what he's at. so it's it's basically Rivera Lee Bresser Pitch Pitch and then um, Mueller. Mueller okay Mueller undefeated Pitchinini undefeated Bresser and Lee same loss, both to the same guy Rivera
0: and Bresser's going
1: Bresser's to run the table Bresser's going to run the table And I'm telling you right now Mueller looking at their schedule He's going to see Sean Foss twice Possibly All right North Carolina State duel Sure And then ACC's But they've got Pitt North Carolina State Duke
0: Don't seed That's him That's basically Don't it Don't seed him two or three When he didn't beat a freaking All-American Over, over a returning fucking champ Don't do it NCAA don't do it even if Spencer Lee loses three three times to Rivera don't do it it's wrong even if he's undefeated i don't care you can't he didn't t- wrestle anybody
1: you bro. can't take last that's year university you of central can't florida. take last year's results that's, into it that's, central,
0: that's that's central florida university of central florida let's give them let's put
1: them in the tournament
0: because they uh beat everybody they had in front of them
1: oh because the bcs freaking tournament the bcs you're going football college football on this what i'm just trying to say is there's no reason You shouldn't shouldn't be harmed for losing You shouldn't be harmed for losing
0: to the number one guy
1: You're right we should look at last year's uh, Shit so uh, Bresser beat uh, Lee Last year so I guess he's got to be ahead of him anyway
0: But then then Lee went and won it you shouldn't be Harmed for losing to the number one guy is all I'm saying
1: Okay I'm not saying Lee had
0: Three losses even if Lee lost to Rivera In the duel if they wrestled and a big tens He has three losses Mueller's undefeated But Spencer Lee's got better wins And Mueller is not beating one All-American Just because he wrestles a weaker schedule He should be seated higher? No This is great Because this is
1: going exactly where we were going earlier And I'm loving this You're missing the point here It's not about Mueller It's about the fact that If Lee was to lose two or three times There's not just Mueller. There's three guys that could be potentially in that mix. Piccinini, Bresser, and Mueller. But
0: Lee's going to have a chance to wrestle Pitch, and that'll settle the score there.
1: Of of course. He's going to have the chance. He had the chance to wrestle Rivera this weekend.
0: If he sits against Pitch, then seed Lee wherever, and I don't care because I'll be pissed.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All I'm saying is, man, is that 125 is shaping up in a way that we didn't expect it to shape up. Sebastian Rivera's your number one ranked guy. Piccinini's undefeated. Jack Mueller's come out of red shirt. Lee and Bresser both have one loss, both to the same guy.
0: Give okay. me Ryan Milhoff.
1: Bresser's going to run the table. I'm taking Milhoff. Mueller's probably going to run the table. Piccinini, assuming he meets Lee, With may like, or may not run the table. He's going to have a loss. Who knows? Feet, probably.
0: Right? I mean, you favor Lee over pitch. I
1: would definitely favor him over pitch. I would definitely. But... We're talking about why would Spencer Lee sit in this match, and so you got to think it's not about just Jack Mueller being a seated ahead of him because whether or not P- is Lee is the four and Mueller is the five or vice versa doesn't make doesn't a matter, difference. Yeah. It's the fact that you still have Piccinini undefeated, Brester with one loss to the same guy that Lee does one loss could be your two and three.
0: Why the hell is Spencer Lee so worried about where he's seated? He's not. <laughs> this, yeah, this maybe dude, it's Tom Brands. Right. This yeah, exactly. Tom Brands said it was a coaching decision. This dude at his best. Nobody's within six points of him. It's a ducking
1: travesty. Yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> got him.
0: There's nobody within six points of Lee if he's at his best. Rivera. Not if he's not if he's at his best. We've seen him at their best. My well, opinion. I mean, I saw Rivera.
1: His best. He looked better than he Lee. Did
0: he? Did look better than Lee? Um, let's let's. Hey, one thing is, let's let the season play out, and odds are we're gonna want to see Lee and Rivera on opposite sides.
1: Because, I definitely definitely because here's,
0: here's, here's what I guess is going to happen They're going to wrestle in the Big Ten Finals Lee's going to beat Rivera And it's going to be 1-1 And we're going to want to see him on both sides And we're going to want to see a battle in the NCAA Finals
1: So this is what I want to ask you then And let's think about this logically Lee beats Pitch In a duel Lee beats Rivera in the Big Ten Finals mm-hmm. So now you got a one-loss Rivera a one-loss Bresser, a one-loss Lee, a one-loss Piccinini. Lee's the one seed. And an undefeated Mueller. How do you seed him?
0: Lee is, if Mueller ends up with the one seed, then I will quit.
1: No, no, that's, not, that's not what I'm saying. Well, you will not. And if you do, I'll find a replacement, and that's fine.
0: Yeah, probably. wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, you got to seed Lee one, I think. he Because he, he only has because one. He only it's, has. It's the latest win, right? The latest win, and he's got to win over pitch. So that's that's a really nice win He's got a win over Russell You know So I think that you got enough wins And you have the latest win Against the freaking stud To -hmm. go one seed Uh, Rivera with only one loss You go two seed Pitch with one loss You go three seed Then you got probably Bresser four Mueller five Well no Probably Mueller Well
1: Four and five doesn't really matter Let's let's be honest Four and five doesn't really matter
0: Yeah And then you got Milhoff
1: What? (laughs) No you don't Yeah
0: you do You still got You got Ravon Foley
1: Who's having a fantastic year, by the way. I like that dude. What's he got, like one loss? Yeah. And he's killing dudes.
0: He's hurting people, and it makes me uncomfortable. How bad he's beating people. All right. Did you ever beat people as bad as... No. Ravon Foley did? Yeah, maybe in like middle school. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you mean when you were in college wrestling, middle school kids.
0: So, um... Lee wasn't the only one that didn't wrestle. Caleb Young goes out on uh, Friday night, loses to Barone, or Baroni, I don't know how you say it, from Illinois,
1: who's having a really nice year, by the way. He's had a couple of nice wins. He yeah. upset, uh,
0: he beat Keyshawn Hayes earlier yeah. in the year. Right. He's got this
1: win over uh, Caleb Young. Yeah.
0: Um, and then Caleb Young decides that he doesn't want to play anymore either, or, or maybe Tom Brands decided that, um, against Ryan Deacon, who Caleb he Young already who,
1: lost to in the Midland Finals.
0: Right. But Caleb Young, exactly. So why wouldn't Caleb Young have something to prove? Caleb Young's having a great year. You know, besides before that misstep against uh, Barone, and uh, I think it's probably Barone, and then uh, doesn't wrestle Deacon. He Barone. has Barone. He has he, <laughs> Jabroni. I'm going to call Jabroni. him Jabroni Baroni. He has nothing to lose against Deacon. He really
1: doesn't. Why the fuck didn't he? Deacon's wrestle? ranked ahead of you. Deacon is looking at either being the two or three seed, basically, this weight class. But Young's not that far off from getting a
0: really nice seed at the NCAA tournament.
1: No, he's not. I mean, he, he he's really not. But this is another situation where. You're gonna see. It's just like the Rivera situation. He beat you at Midlands. You're gonna see him in the duel, and you might see him again at the Big Ten tournament. What's that do for your seeding? I
0: don't know if it does anything, man. Especially not against the number one. I think that it was dumb. He's not Deacon's not the number one. No, exactly. When it's not against the number one, I think it doesn't. I think that like, look, Caleb Young's the five seed or five. Fifth ranked guy He loses the Deacon Twice or three times It's not going to affect him He could still be The five seed at NCAAs As long as the other. Now after the Barone He lost to me different But you know He could have And in fact You're just going out And lose to Barone That's all the more reason Why you should go out And wrestle Deacon Because if you get that win Then you're like Oh you know I, I, I took a bad loss But then I just got A great win It makes no sense to me why he didn't wrestle.
1: You know, and he took a close loss to Barone, too. Like, look, you look at Caleb Young's two losses this year, 6-2 to Ryan Deacon, 3-1 in sudden victory against Barone. I mean, he's having a great season. He's got good wins already. I mean, he's got wins over Griffin, uh, Griffin Perriott, who gave Tyler Berger one of his only losses this yeah. year outside of Jason Nolf. Um, he's got a win over Josh Humphreys from Lehigh, who's having a great season he as is. well. He is. Um, he's beaten Steve Blease from Minnesota, another guy that's having a great season. He beat Van Brill as well. I think Van Brill and Blease have both been around the 12 guys, if I'm not mistaken. Um, he's yes. beaten Zach Hartman from Bucknell, who's having an amazing season. As he's a actually freshman, looking pretty good, you know. God, he's beaten Humphreys twice, I think. Uh, maybe just once. I don't know. But anyway, Caleb Young's having a great season, so I don't know why they set him out. This this one didn't make sense. A loss I mean, there wouldn't mattered. The Lee one, we can talk about and get into conspiracy theories and right. rationalize and all that. This one doesn't make sense. A, to a
0: loss to Deacon does nothing. Caleb Romero. Ram- um, Caleb, Young. Caleb Young does not drop one iota In terms of coaches ranking In terms of RPI And in terms of rankings By losing to Deacon
1: Who he's already lost to Right but, Why
0: But he has everything to gain And he didn't wrestle
1: Do you think maybe he did tweak something against Perron
0: He tweaked his freaking pride bone Seriously I mean, I, I that, don't know. It could have. It's he always could've. a possibility. Yeah, you and
1: could've. I have always said that. Hey, just because coaches sit guys doesn't mean they're ducking them one hundred percent of the no, time. Right? No, we know
0: that. We know that. Except for the lead one, I, I think that like that didn't make sense. When, when coach
1: comes out and says
0: it was a coach's decision. Nah. All right. You know what? We're getting onto the bad side of the sport, which you know what we have. We haven't. I wouldn't say obligation because we don't have an obligation to do anything, but we
1: like to talk about That's it. Right. There's some other things that we. we I can think talk there's about. some cool stuff we can There is some about. great stuff going on. One. This season, there's been such a youth movement in NCAA wrestling, and what I mean by that is like these freaking outstanding freshmen, redshirt freshmen, sophomore-type guys who've been having great seasons. You're starting to see some of these guys who were just on a roll earlier in the season. The Dayton Fix, the Roman Bravo Youngs. um, Dominic Demas. Dominic Demas. In addition to others, you're starting to see guys who were dominating guys early in the season, either... A, have a lot of close matches, or B, lose some matches, or a combination of both. And I think we're starting to see, in my opinion, we're starting to see some of these guys hit a wall right now. I don't know if it's they're hitting a wall because it's their first year as full-time starters in Division I wrestling. Maybe it's the training, you know, that, that, that period of time in the peaking right. process or training program with their respective teams. But some of these guys, let's let's talk about it. Roman Bravo Young. All right, he's had a lot of close matches lately And then just lost to, I think, Ben Thornton for Purdue He did lose okay. to Ben Thornton
0: and tweaked something Which is, that's like a lose-lose Yeah, he hurt his knee Did he really? Yeah, so he tried to do a fucking another backflip Out of a single leg Don't do that And hyperextended his knee or something Now, now he probably should have just defaulted at the time Because apparently, um, I didn't see the match But apparently he was limping the entire time um, So you go out and you, you lose And not only do you lose, you hurt yourself That is a terrible idea
1: it's awful. So. Another guy you're looking at, like, Dayton Fix. Here's a guy right now who was just rolling through dudes earlier in the season, looking great. Lately, his matches have become a lot closer. He's even taken a loss. Is he hitting a wall, or is he just finally running up against great competition? And look, look,
0: at, look I'm at the, worried less about Dayton Fix than I am about any of these other guys because he's been in that grind.
1: Understood. So going back to the Southern Scuffle. Okay, he wrestled go- Gomez in the final. The scuffle, he won six to three. Since that time, he had a close one with Nick Suriano. He wrestled Matt Schmidt from West Virginia, lost to Philippi, and had another match against Gomez, which was very close great and could have lost. It was a great match. Great match. By the way, match. Austin, Gomez Austin Gomez is, gonna, is really impressive. He's me gonna right All
0: now. American or go zero and two. <laughs> That's, that, there's literally no other option for him. He's Austin gonna Gomez. All American
1: or not gonna, get out of the big 12. He's gonna dump somebody on their head and hurt them yeah. and all American or go, I love that, or go 0 yeah. two. That's that's a great I way to sum it up. Can't
0: wait. I, have they wrestled this year, Gomez and DeSanto. I think Gomez beat him.
1: No, yeah, Gomez beat him. Remember, um I see Iowa it. State was trying to win the duel and Gomez was yeah, trying it, to let Jeremy lat- uh, lap. Um,
0: <laughs> I want to watch Austin Gomez and DeSanto wrestle every day for the rest <laughs> of my life.
1: It was a great match. I want to see Gomez and Tariq Wilson wrestle. Oh, that would be so strange. Oh, my God. Would that not strange. be awesome? That would be so strange. Tariq the Freak and Gomez the... Gomez the Freak. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> it would be amazing.
0: Yeah. No. Um. Yeah. And then, and then Demas. Man, he's Dominic had a great Demas. year. Lost his last three. One to Sidarian Perry. All-American. All-American. One to Ian Parker. Heaven, who's... Turn, d- decided that he was Going to wrestle Really well lately And one dog Josh Alber Who I think he Might have beat Earlier No He didn't beat him Earlier in the year But he did beat Um We know that um, He beat Ironman Yeah
1: Yes You know what I think this You bring up Josh Alber And Ian Parker And I think this is But I meant more more from a Dominic Demas standpoint of... Right, Dominic... I think Dominic Demas... lost his
0: last three matches. And I think that has more to do with just, hey, he ran up against some studs. Ran
1: up against studs. Maybe people are starting to figure out your style a little bit. So as a a young guy like Demas, he's going to have to start making some adjustments. But you bring up two very interesting guys, and that's Ian Parker and Josh Alber. okay? Josh Albert, grizzled veteran. Is he a junior or senior? Alber's a senior. Oh, yeah. Senior, never made the podium, but he's got all the talent in the world, Okay. Um, I said earlier in an earlier episode, a, few, a couple of months ago, that I thought that Auburn was um, offensively limited, which was has always been his Achilles' heel.
0: Right. That's what you said again when he wrestled uh, Yanni D.
1: Right. And then you got a guy, Ian Parker, as well. Ian Parker is a young guy, younger. I think he's a redshirt sophomore. Sophomore. I think I'll, I'll you right now okay. here in a second. And um, yeah, he's only he's a redshirt sophomore. And both of these guys, he's good though, at man. this 141-pound weight class. I think are a little bit overlooked, Ben.
0: Well, I think the big thing about Parker was that he uh, medical forfeited out of the scuffle. He did so not. He didn't. Oh, med- he did. He did. You're right. I'm, I'm sorry. Pretty he did. sure he yeah, med- You're right. And, I, and I'm not even just looking at it from stats because I remember I was looking forward to watching him wrestle, yeah. and he medical forfeited out of the scuffle. So I think a lot of um, casual fans, um, you know, who, who you know turn on the scuffle, don't you know. Y- he, he had a chance to, you know, really make turn some heads there, and he just wasn't able to do it because of his medical forfeit. But, you know, we know his story. But let's go back to forget, Ian Parker last year. That's what I mean. If people forget, he was the guy that was cutting his ass off to make 133 when Kanan Store was at 141 for Iowa State. When Kanan Store left, Parker immediately went up to 141 and beat Josh Erg. Beat, beat Dean I mean, Heil. Dean Hyle, yeah, he Josh Dean beat Heil. Beat Dean Hyle. And he, then didn't end up qualifying uh, for the NCAA tournament because he lost to Alber and Henry Pohlmeier.
1: Close. You know, he lost to both of them close to the they're both pretty damn And they're actually good tournament. And they're both really good. Yeah. 141 too, right? Yeah. one forty one. Yeah. yeah. But here's the guy, like like you said, like Ian Parker. That was a pretty tough big ten last year. Ian Parker has two he has two official losses on a re- on his record this year. One was a early, early season. In fact, I think it was the first match of the season, injury default to uh to a guy at the Cyclone Open. His other loss Vince, to Turk. Vince Turk at That's the Lindenwood Open Vince, Vince Turk, Turk beat him last year bad Vince boy. Turk, former Iowa starter Beat him last okay. year as well At 141, but look at what, he did, what, he, what he's done Alright Look what he did this weekend He beat Dominic Dimas, 4-3 to three, And he laid it on Cade Brock That was a dominating 6-3 win three.
0: Yeah, I would, say, I would say that he definitely dominated him And he's beaten Max Murin
1: Iowa's current starter
0: Right So I mean he loses the backup He beat Carter Happel So basically he's beaten Two out of the three contingent For 141 for Iowa No he's very solid But um, Yeah I think he's I think he's a name That you guys need to realize I mean people probably do People know who he is He's a very solid
1: wrestler I'm not sure The casual fans Really know who he is Really Because I, I do believe He's overlooked When we talk about 141 Who are we thinking about Yanni McKenna Ironman Mike Carr in Store, yeah, Sidarian Vince Perry. Vince. Perry. People you know, the Iowa fans know I'm Max kidding. Murin. Did you say Vince Turk? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. No, but yeah, no, I I mean, I, you I, get the point, and I'm saying he's overlooked. Same way with his training partner at one forty nine, Jared Deegan. Round of twelve Round guy of 12 last, last year. year yeah. Okay. Out of nowhere. Oh yeah. Now he did just take a loss this weekend against uh, no, he he beat he was getting beat by Boo lu and making his comeback from right. an injury. And then, obviously, Boo had to injure Default. Let's talk about that yeah, for a second. Can we
0: can we, can we do a shout-out to Boo, man? That sucks. Sorry, Boo. It sucks that he got injured again twice.
1: It does suck. It's sa- same injury. Yeah. I mean, here's a guy that, Damn. what, second or third duel of the season against South Dakota State? Hurt his shoulder right. really bad. He's been out all year. Caden Gefeller bumps up from 141. He's having a hell of a season. Boo comes Knowing back. Knowing that he was just basically keeping the spot warm for Boo. Boo comes back. I will say that in an interview earlier last week, John Smith did say, Look, we're probably going to see Boo. We don't know what we're going to get, though. Can that shoulder hold up to, you know, disadvantageous situations, I've basically? I got the answer to that. It's it, no. it cannot.
0: It's no. Yeah. Um, and you know what? He he did what he had to do. Boo was the guy that, you know, he was, he, him and same with Christopher Moran, who before he transferred from Wisconsin were backups for years, but were just really dominant. Boo gets his first chance last year at All Americans. Um, as an upperclassman. Unfortunately that he hurt himself. You know, maybe he can get a um
1: He's done for the year by the way. Yeah,
0: that's what I mean, maybe he can get like a medical. Um really hope so. Um, cuz he always seemed like a real class act. So sucks for Boo. I mean, what else you, what else do you want to talk about? I mean, I think that there so was So what do you think that of...
1: does for Caden though? Caden Gaffel. Oh. Let's let's Well, I think that if he, it a, probably he... makes
0: him feel more comfortable that um that Yeah, you got any of that left? Won't you pour me some of that shit? Um, I pro- I think that it uh it gives he's probably gonna actually end up wrestling better, but thank you. Because uh he doesn't have any any sort of pressure to be the starter now. He's the starter at hundred and forty nine pounds for the Oklahoma State Cowboys.
1: He's been on record as saying, one, Boo's one of his great friends. He knew he was keeping the spot warm till he came back. Caden Gefeller's natural weight is one hundred forty one. Some might argue. I know a lot of Oklahoma State fans argue that he'd be a better option at 141 than Cade Brock has been this year. He's only got two losses on the season. Need him in a wrestle off. Then he's only got two losses on the season. Kaladzic and Ashnault, number one and number two ranked guys. He won the scuffle. He's got a great win over uh, over um Mitch Fine Silver, who had a fantastic win this weekend, boy, dominating Mitch. Justin Oliver.
0: That was crazy.
1: Dominating him
0: That was crazy 10-0
1: So what do you think that does for Caden's mentality and psych The rest of the, the, rest of the year
0: I, I already answered that question I think that it uh,
1: Oh I'm sorry I'm sorry I, I won't ask anymore <laughs> No I, Yeah I
0: know I think that I think that it only helps It only helps to know that hey now I'm the man And uh, I can focus on Less of hey is this going to be my spot And more of hey what can I do to be A national champ at a wide open weight class Alright then how about your you boy, think? I Mitch mean, you always some... ask. You always ask me questions, which, which are great questions, but you never really answer them yourself. What do you think?
1: I don't know, Ben. I sometimes I ask you these questions because you've had the uh, you've had the fortune in um, of actually wrestling at this level. Okay, right. so from from a layman's perspective, an outsider looking in, I would have to think that if I'm Caden Gefeller, that yeah, you know what. That I don't have somebody looking over my shoulder now. I don't have to worry about anything other than just going out every day and getting better at practice and focusing on the next next match at hand because I know I'm the starter going here, going on forward, going here on forward. Okay? You're exactly right. So you would tend like we talked about with Ethan Smith earlier, you're wrestling a little bit looser, okay? You're training looser, you're focusing on the right things, you're doing all the things you need to do to where. You're right, he's an amazing wrestler Caden Gefeller is a stud
0: Well we knew that coming out of high school, right? Absolutely,
1: Yeah. undefeated, never took a loss in high right. school But how tight are your butt cheeks
0: when you got somebody looking over your shoulder Pretty right tight the time? And is that a benefit, you bring up Ethan Smith Is that a benefit, or what's going to make him a better option Going forward, and I'm sorry to get off tangent Saying, Ethan, we've seen enough out of you You're the man, or hey, you gotta still earn it there's, And there's two schools of thoughts there But I tell you what, this late in the season I think that, I Me personally, unless you know the type of person that person is, saying, hey, you've got the spot, you know, we're we're, we're considering you the starter, and then they can breathe a sigh of release and say, you know what, I don't need to focus on, am I the starter or not, I I need to focus on how do I get better to get on that damn podium.
1: Conference tournaments are basically a month away, right? A little over a month away, okay? Right. So, just as important as the physical peaking process is the mental peaking process. Probably more important. 100%. Thank you. So... Take care of the mental side of it. Give them that. Let them go, just focus on the physical and getting better. I think it would be better. My opinion is letting somebody know, look, you're the man going forward. Go out and get the job done. To me, that would allow them to train better, train harder, and focus on the task at right. hand.
0: That's what they did last year with um, Keyshawn and McKenna. Real early on, they were like, remember, remember when Keyshawn beat McKenna in the wrestle off? Yeah. And, they they said,
1: like, and then the, the, the injury happened The second yeah, and one They, they basically like, said McKenna's like, the guy
0: can, You're going up Yeah You know what, what's going on here guys Tell Campbell hey Start cutting the weight Because Ethan Smith's a starter Sorry to keep bringing it back To Ohio State But I'm just I think that like you said You need to get mentally prepared Because those three days in March Will wear your mentality out Oh my god it, it wears every, me out as a spectator right, They will test everything You got physically and mentally So let's get it ready And I think that you know,
1: sucks that happened to Boo, but that's. I mean, you're not speaking from experience because you only wrestled one day in March. <laughs> <laughs> got him. That's right. I'm, that's kidding. True. I'm No, kidding. it's true. That one day in March. <laughs> that one day in March is a long time. But you know, it, it, it'll it'll help the feller. It sucks right. that it happened, but it'll help the feller. Yeah, I agree with you, man.
0: Mitchie finds though.
1: I'm telling you, this guy's looking good.
0: Friends in the Pod.
1: <laughs> He's looking good, and I can't wait to see him live and at Duke this weekend really can't wait to see him live. But, you know, with that, to me, guys, Mitch Feinsilver, 2016 NCAA National Championships, the blood round, Madison Square Garden, lost 6-5 to five to Justin Oliver. Okay? 6-5 to five to make the podium. He didn't think he would get to see Justin Oliver again in a match. Oliver transfers to North Carolina State, an ACC rival. Feinsilver, as stated on this podcast, was looking forward to getting that second chance with him. And man did he not go out and make the best of it. Ten to nothing. Ten oh. Blanking.
0: Blanking Blankin him. He's 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 on the right track. That's all I can say.
1: You know he's got three losses on the year. All right. I think he's lost to uh lost to Gefeller. Gaffeller, um in the controversial um spitting blood scu- southern scuffle finals. Spitgate. And then um was it Ashnald or Kalodzick?
0: I don't know Look but it up We can find out real quick I don't
1: think he has a bad loss on the year If I'm not mistaken
0: I'd be surprised if he did All right He lost to The uh, Feller He lost to National And he lost to Austin O'Connor Austin O'Connor Yeah All three very Very, yeah, very, I mean, very talented wrestlers and, and
1: honestly I think even his Austin O'Connor loss Was Was um, was close Three to one, one takedown yeah. match. So, um, and Austin Connors having a great season in his own right, and that's another guy that he may see in the ACC tournament as well. It's a nice little ACC Man, one forty nine is pretty pretty nice tough. ACC, ACC tournament, right? Damn. Jeez.
0: Yeah, you, you, you know another another thing that's kind of relevant to our uh, uh, podcast um, that you know I, I would hate to not go without saying is uh, George Mason got their first win I think ever against Edinburgh this weekend. They did
1: twenty to nineteen. Matt Voss won the match with I think a major decision. Deal the Deal. To get that win,
0: yeah, he sealed the deal with an eleven-two major.
1: Yeah, um, he needed the major to win the duel, and he got it. That's amazing. Hats off to them.
0: And he got it. Yeah, um, yeah, Edinburgh man. You know that's interesting. Uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say except for hats off to George Mason.
1: And that's all we got to say about that. <laughs> that's
0: all we got to say about that. Anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, from this weekend, I guess. I guess not. Taylor pen. Emory Parker Emory Parker That's pretty crazy Those two. Those guys have had battles crazy. man God If there are two guys That are just fun to watch wrestle Because you don't know What's going to happen Emory Parker and Taylor Vins Is is a match that you got to watch Every time
0: Watch it every freaking time
1: Alright so you and I said um, We haven't got to do this We haven't done this all year We didn't do a preseason We haven't done it all year We said we wanted to st- Make our Championship Predictions Yeah um,
0: I think we Yeah it's it's good It's you know, slightly over mid-season I think it's, it's worthwhile to at least put something, some pen to paper here, right? You want to do it? Yeah, let's do, a, let's do a quick one, right?
1: Let's do some championship picks for each weight class And uh, maybe our Hodge favorites
0: Okay, yeah, I got those in my head
1: Alright, my man, what weight class do you want to start at? You want to just start at 125?
0: 125 sounds good to me, man
1: Okay, um uh, how, we need how to about flip this? a coin Let's flip a coin Yes, okay, okay. What we're going to do, do you have a coin? I got this thing What is that?
0: It's a bottle cap.
1: Okay, we're going to flip up. We're going to so flip up. This is tails.
0: This is heads. Okay. Ready? You call it. All
1: right. Heads. It's heads. All right. So I get to pick which weight class I want to go first? Yeah. All right. I'll pick uh I'll pick 125 first. Okay. I'll start us off. We'll just alternate. It's all right. 125. After all that talking about 125, <laughs> man. God, this weight class is getting intriguing. Um But you know what? We've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. If I'm a betting man, and I'm not really much of a betting man unless it's beers with my boys, I'm going to pick Spencer Lee to win this weight. And it's simply because I cannot get his run at the national tournament last year out of my head. I can't get everything else he's done out of my head. And I have to believe that him being held out of this match this past weekend really was the decision of Tom Brands. Spencer Lee's not the type of guy that would say, sit me, coach. I want to duck this guy.
0: I totally agree with you. Um, it's it Spencer Lee until proven otherwise. I hate to say until proven otherwise because Sebastian Rivera already beat him. And maybe we're not giving Sebastian Rivera enough uh, um, credit, but we have given him a ton of credit on this podcast. But I think that Spencer Lee's best is better than Sebastian Rivera's best. So I'm going to go Spencer Lee as well.
1: All right, man. So you go, 133. I know where you're going. This is going to be a great one.
0: Uh, yeah, I'm I'm going to go Stefan Meechick. Um, I think that just, you know I, I was a Seth Gross believer beforehand you Of know, course, rightfully so Yeah, he looked great last year um, But, you know Everybody else is really taking a loss now Savon Mijic hasn't really wrestled the top guys But he just wrestled a guy who took fourth in the country last year And beat him 14-1 to one. He is so slick on his feet He can do everything he needs to do on top And he can get out um, I think he's got the gumption to be able to take down a fix and a Seriano, and that's what he's gonna need to do to win it, so I'm gonna meet it.
1: This might be one of the toughest weight classes to pick, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna go Dayton Fix. I'm gonna go Dayton Fix in this at 133. Um, even with his recent close matches and his stumble against Philippi from Pitt, um I think Dayton Fix continues to get better and better, and I think There's no better scrambler at this weight than Dayton Fix. I think he's one of the most aggressive and offensive guys at this weight class, minus a guy like um, Gomez who's just throwing the kitchen sink at you. Um, And he is also a guy who I went back and I watched about seven to eight of his matches this year, Ben, after talking to you, and you're right. When he breaks you down and gets that boot in, especially if he gets double boots in, you're not getting up. You're not getting up. Right, he's
0: gonna be able to ride. He's you. gonna
1: ride you. He may he ri- not turn you, but he's gonna ride and you. Riding
0: time's huge. Yeah. In the NCAA tournament.
1: And I like that. I I, I really like that, like that out of him. So I'm gonna go date and fix at one one thirty
0: three. <laughs> Hard to argue with that, man. Hey, fix versus Meachik. I want to see it. I want to see it. Forty one. Your choice, my friend, and uh, choose wisely.
1: Joy McKenna. And that's not, that's not homerism. Next topic, is that what it is? That's not homerism right there because I love, love, love watching Sam Kribbis. I'm just kidding. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I do like watching him. I know, He's I do. pretty fun. But,
1: no, I, I really love watching Yanni D wrestle, man. Yanni D is the epitome of solid wrestling right there. But you know what? Joey McKinney, Joey McKenna is... Just the same, and I think he is absolutely a man on a mission. The senior who's looking to finally cap that career off with that national championship. Um, I can't wait to watch those two battle. I'm going McKenna.
0: Yeah, you,
1: don't you know, just just to be
0: a juxtaposition, I'm going to take Yanni the Diakomahalis. Ho- it's you know when we talked about not being able to get Lee out of our mind from last year. Similar with Yanni with those three comeback wins, one on a you know all on a torn ACL. Uh, we we just haven't seen a lot of him this year because I think he's battled some injuries, maybe a shoulder. Um, but when he's healthy, he certainly's uh, got the ability to be one of the most oh. dominant wrestlers in the country, dude. Any weight, absolutely. And um, as much as I want to see Joey McKenna and his career with the national title, um, and maybe slightly because I want to you know pick different than you here, I'm going to take Yanni D and his um, his just. Just savviness across the entire match to, to, to uh, unfortunately beat McKenna in a really close, um, exciting match.
1: I mean, I can't argue with it. I think it's you can't argue with that, like that type of pick. I mean, Yanni is that good. The great thing, I'm going to go off on some tangents on some of sure. these weight class, but the most amazing thing about those two guys is they're actually pretty similar. They are both technically sound, fundamentally solid, great scramblers, great riders. And they've got great attacks. I do think that McKenna, a little more than Yanni, rather than just being a great rider, has better turning ability.
0: He's shown that more recently, right? He's shown that more recently.
1: Not that he's going to be able to turn Yanni, but you know what? It's going to be a great match to watch. You never know,
0: man. You get that rebar on somebody, it's hard to stop. It's hard to stop. Now, this is the fun weight. One forty nine is a fun weight, and I get to choose it first. You do, and I've been on record, and um, I am going to keep on record that I think that Anthony Ashton, the uh, three time All American, who's finally healthy, um, gets it done this year and gets his title, and gets, I think, uh, the first title for for Rutgers. I just I think that he's savvy and he's excellent on his feet, and he's got you know enough ability on top to be able to um, avoid riding time by. Um, you know, riding people enough to where they're not going to rack it up on him. Uh, you know, I just think that he's got enough. I think he's got enough. I, I really like Kolodzik, too. He would be my number two choice, but I, I I think that Ashnall gets it done.
1: I don't know who to pick at this weight. I really don't. I mean, yeah, I think there's— I, I honestly really don't know who to pick at this weight. Um, you look at your top five guys, Kolodzik, Ashnall, Micah Jordan, Austin O'Connor, Caden Gefeller. Mitch Feinsilver Mitch at six. Feins, yeah. I mean,
0: those top six could all those win. Those
1: top six. And honestly, I'm going to throw in a guy like Max Thompson. He's been on fire lately. Max Thompson could win this weight class as well. I don't, really don't know who to pick. So, Well,
0: you have to pick one. i got to
1: pick one. Do um,
0: you think Mickey can do it, or do you think the bottom deficiencies are just too much to overcome at an NCAA tournament three days long?
1: I really do, honestly. Yeah, I, so, I, I honestly too. think that the I bottom so, deficiencies... Too. Are too much to overcome, especially when you got guys who are equal or as better as him, or at least equal as him on their feet. Okay. Um,
0: and he might be the best at taking people down, but I uh, think that other people will be able to stop enough and get on right. That's going to be the difference.
1: There's two guys I want to pick at this weight. My gut says Matt Kalajic. Okay. Dayton, Ohio boy Where we're at right. Wrestling at Princeton Who has looked really good this year M- My heart says Mitch Silver. I-, I really do want to pick him That um, would be
0: amazing A Micah type type uh, ex- ex- Exactly know, never All-Americans yeah. then wins it
1: Absolutely um, It can happen I'm going to pick Kolodzik but I would love to see Fine Silver make that Georgie DiCamillo run, make the finals, run, you know, yeah, first-year All-American, yeah. make the finals. And, you know what, who knows what happens from there. But I'm going to pick Kaladzic right now if we're being serious about making the picks. But you know what, Mitch? Hmm. I got faith in you, bro.
0: All right. Luckily, uh, you get to pick the next one. 57? Yeah, you get to pick the next one.
1: Uh, Jason Nolf. can we go to 65 now? We can. It's okay, Jason yeah. Nolf. <laughs> this one gets interesting, my man. Oh,
0: it's my first. Pick. my turn to pick first. Uh, Chenzo. Chenzo until proven otherwise. Okay. Um, you know, he's, he's taken some losses. Yes. Throughout his entire career. Yep. Even his last year. He took Not one this year. Of, even last year, he took one very early. Right. He didn't wrestle, uh, Wick, you know, had a case of duck, or whatever. No, I'm kidding. Duckenitis. I, I heard he was, heard he was sick with the duckenitis. Uh, <laughs> we gotta give Frenzy fans some fucking shit, don't we? Um, but, you know, he, he, I think he actually looks better this year. I think he, he caught
1: that from Rashid, too. Did Shakur oh, gave him duckinitis. Oh, freaking, <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> and sneezed on him. He gave
0: him duckeria. Oh. Duckmidia? All right. Now we're just getting to, he needs some out <laughs> checks for that shit. Um, You know, I think Vincenzo, he's, his, his, uh, his biggest challenge so far was Marsteller, and it was a hell of a match. Marsteller, unfortunately, lost to Josh Shields, um, this Close. Week. Two to one yeah. tiebreakers. Um, but, uh, Chenzo's done everything he needs to do to make me believe, and I think he's actually looked better this year than he has in the past. Uh, a little more versatile this year, actually. Yep. Uh, I, I like him, and the Bull has looked great with that, that kind of dominating win over Wick, but but, but I've got to go Chenzo.
1: No, you can't, you can't argue with a guy that's won two national championships in his first two runs. Uh, beating um, Imar both times. But I'm going to go Alex Marinelli. You're going bowl, huh? I'm, gonna, I'm going the bowl. I predict yourself. that Dayton, Ohio has two national champions this year in Kaladzic and the Bull. Oh, that would be pretty neat. That would be awesome. Um, I am gonna go Alex Marinelli. I think he is often overlooked right now, um, because you have Evan Wick doing great things. Obviously you got Vincenzo Joseph, but there's one guy that was able to not fall to Vincenzo's, you know, double over type
0: yep, inside inside trip.
1: trip. He just he bullied him. He bullied him basically. He bullied him, and um, I do think Marinelli is one of those guys who is he's got the mental fortitude to to beat a guy like Vincenzo and win a national title. You think the
0: bull scared anybody? No, no,
1: I don't. No, he's not. Scared I really of the don't. Jonathan Joseph, so I'm going to pick Marinelli.
0: Yeah, I think that I think that's that's a that's a really nice pick. Now this gets a little fun. Seventy four. Seventy four. Yeah, it's I think we're probably yeah. I'm heat. going to heat. I'm going to heat too, but I'm going go to go heat. Man, Mark Hall dominated him. Mark Hall, it was Rec Hall, but Mark Hall dominated him when they wrestled 4-0. Rode him, took him down. Oof. I'm taking Zahid, but I don't know why. I think that Mark Hall could win it for sure. Sh- I mean,
1: geez, okay. Oh, I'm picking Zahid because I think, look, Mark Hall beating fair and square at Rec Hall, and Mark Hall has done nothing but just make the finals two years in a row, win a national title over Bo Jordan. He's done everything that you would expect him to do, but I think – what he did to Zahid at Rec Hall Was like pouring gasoline on a fire And now that fire is burning hot Oh
0: you like that You think You think that basically that's what he's like I'm just training for that Okay
1: I, I think basically it gave Zahid what he needed To say you know what It woke him up
0: Yeah I'll take Zahid too Alright my crazy, man Crazy Crazy Crazier things uh, Miles Martin Yeah my Mark My Mark anybody, anybody Maybe 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 Shakur Has a shot
1: I'm looking forward to see Mymar and Shakur Wrestle at this weight I think Shakur Probably poses His biggest Challenge But Because he's already Beaten
0: Zavatsky He's beaten Venz, He's beaten Reiner And hasn't wrestled Parker this year But he's beaten him In the past
1: Right But Mymar is just I mean look I mean Outside of Bo Nickel Is there a better wrestler At the upper weights
0: No I mean If Bo Nickel didn't exist Mymar would be One of the most Dominant wrestlers In the freaking country Yeah You're right Yeah B- but I mean, the guy that we're going to just pick right now. Bo Speaking Nickel, of Bo Nickel, yeah, is he is there? And I, and I, I think Bo Nickel will not be challenged.
1: It's my turn to pick. Oh, so Go ahead. there's this guy from Stanford who Bo Nickel just dominated, and I'm going to predict does the same thing again <laughs> at some point in time. I'm picking Bo Nickel 97. <laughs> right,
0: no, uh, Bo Nickel, Bo Nickel. Um, nice to see Rocco K. Wood up there uh, from Ohio, number four guy in the country from Army. So. That's cool, but yeah, I'm not going to choose him to win. Bo Nickel. I mean, I, I, can Colin Moore beat him? I don't think so. <sighs> Colin Moore gets a little too sloppy at times. I, I That's the problem. Like it I don't be think. Big trouble.
1: Colin Moore's not a guy that I think Bo Nickel's going to bully to his back, but I think Colin Moore just, when he lets it fly. He exposes himself to danger And Bo's the last guy that you want to do. Bo and Jason off. You don't want to expose yeah. yourself like Bo's that
0: Bo's like cool You want to you get into some weird ass fucking scramble situation Sounds yeah. good to me You
1: remember when Mymar put me on my back last year At the NCAA finals? Yeah Yeah what happened?
0: Yeah he 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 tried to roll over And then really, when he realized he couldn't He was like I just, I'm going to go elevator
1: <laughs> And he's like I've been doing this since I was three years old Oh
0: god make me sick He's got G-
1: great hair though Yeah
0: Gable Stevenson A heavyweight?
1: Yeah I mean that's You going Gable?
0: I think that Derek White could give him a match. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't terribly dominating last time. Anthony Cassar, I'd like to see it. I'm certainly not as high on Kassar as I once was, but Gable.
1: I'm gonna pick Gable with you, man. But there's one match that I really want to see, and it's Gable and Desi. Ooh, I think people uh, see. I think people got too much of that Mason Paris Desi match on their mind. That was Desi's first ma- collegiate match back after a long I like layoff. That you're going but I would love to see Desi and Gable wrestle. You remember Desi was like a junior world champ, I believe, at one point in time. Either a silver or a champ. Um Desi's good. He's he's third last year. He's really good. He took third last year. I want to see that match. Um, I think athletically too, he's just like Gable. Gable's probably a little more athletic, but um I'm still picking Gable, but I do want to see that match between Desi and Gable.
0: So we've got a lot of similar picks. Hodge I guess I get to choose or do you get to choose I'm going bo Nickel, by the way for the hodge I just think he's going to get enough pens although jason off pens a shit ton. yeah it, um, it'll and it'll be a shame if jason off never wins a hodge
1: trophy i'm going to take jason off Good, I, I hope Bo- so I think Bo Nickel lately has had a couple of matches uh, Decisions, he had the ma- the decision against Eric Schultz From Nebraska recently They both um, had a decision, because Nolf had a decision against Berger There's a difference between Eric Schultz sure. and Tyler Berger definitely In my opinion different. So definitely I, I, I think I am going to pick Jason Nolf As your Hodge winner this year um,
0: I hope so. so
1: When's the last time A non-Penn State wrestler has won the Hodge Did Sieber win the
0: Hodge? Who? Logan Steber. Was that fifteen? I think he did.
1: Was it sixteen?
0: Fifteen. He was a senior when they won the Penn State tournament.
1: I thought that was sixteen.
0: No, fifteen. They won the tournament. Did they? Yeah.
1: I thought Madison. I thought Madison Square Garden was fifteen, sixteen.
0: No, it was fifteen.
1: All right. Damn it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Is that the last time a non-Penn State person has won the Hodge?
0: Who won it after that? Who won it in sixteen?
1: I'm asking you.
0: I don't know. Here, I'll look it look up right it up. now. You keep
1: talking. Because you know Zane won too, right? Zane won the last two, right? Or wrong. I don't know.
0: Here we go. Dan Hodge. Trophy winners. We're going to find out who uh, who won them. Uh, in 2015, it was Logan Oh Deringer. Deeringer and 16. And then Zane Zane. Okay. Makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, Zane, Zane the year deringer won. It took it was second.
1: I gotta go. nolf N- Nolf and is I think Bo is just as deserving. But one ninety seven is just weak sauce this year.
0: Jason Nolf's highest finish in the Hodge was his a junior. I remember was a sophomore um, when he finished fourth in the voting. Last year he didn't. Now, granted, he was a little injured and he had those injury defaults. He didn't even finish in the top four. That's
1: all right. Seth Gross finished third. Let me ask you this, Ben, because obviously you haven't been thinking about this. Give me one guy, one guy that would the unexpected surprise national champion pick, a guy that you're like nobody would expect to win a title this year, but he would. Oh my! You know we had we. Had, Ronnie Perry made the finals last year at 149. Obviously he didn't win, but nobody expected Ronnie Perry to make the finals. Give me a guy that you think could win the title this year. That nobody would expect.
0: He's also a DeSanto, uh nobody would expect it type guy.
1: I wouldn't expect him to win it. Yeah.
0: Maybe DeSanto. Nice.
1: What about you? It's mm, a great question. Um it's a great question. I'm glad you asked it. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> just kidding. Um Man. God. This year's crazy, dude.
0: Yeah, and I, I picked it in a crazy
1: weight class too You really did I would love to hear like Anybody that actually listens to this podcast I would love to hear what they think But if I was going to pick one guy That I'm like, you know what you Nobody know would expect him to win this I'm going to pick Jack Mueller Damn, I'm going to pick Jack Mueller I know, it's it's weird, right? He's he's got some he's
0: got the skills. I just think that this is a guy that made. I the, get nervous about Spencer Lee, man. He made
1: the look. He made the finals as a true. Or not, I mean, he made the semis as a true freshman at 125. Right. Got injured Beat after Joey beating Dance. Joey Dance to make the semis. Got injured and took the deep sixth. Injury defaulted yeah. to sixth. Yeah. Like Bumped it. up a weight class to 133 last year. Lost in the round of 12 to Cade Brock, I believe. Right. Bumped up. Was supposed to redshirt this year after wrestling at U23s. Drops back down to 125. He's 11-0 with 11 bonus point wins. I'm all picking right. Jack Mueller as a surprise champion pick.
0: I like it. I like it. we both got Jack Mueller, Austin DeSanto. Those are our surprise picks. Man, oh. baby.
1: What a good episode. I loved it. And you know what, man? I'm so excited about this weekend. Road trip. You know what? This weekend, Road trip. you and I will be Road Warriors of, of the, the Week. week. <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all we got for you guys. Sorry to uh to bore you with some of the shenanigans. Um, episode number 76 That may come, come at <laughs> you After episode number 77 this week That's all we got Hope you enjoyed it Inside Trip Wrestling Podcast Episode number 76 And don't wind up on your back bro